Life Spring number 132, 12 baskets full. Hello. And how are you on this fine, fine, fine day? I'm doing good. It's Monday night late, as the time that I normally record. Kids are in bed. The lovely lady Leanne is in the other room, I think, probably watching the news. Got done watching 24 just a little while ago. I guess there's only four episodes left of the season. Have you gotten hooked on that show? What do you think of this season? It's had, an, it's, it's had its ups and downs, I'd have to say. Overall, I'd say it's a good season. We've got a great show today. We're going to be talking about the subject... 12 baskets full. What is that all about? Well, keep listening and find out. Got a lot of stuff to talk about at the other side of the show, at the bottom end of the show. We're at the top of the show right now. And right now we're going to be listening to a piece of music called Be Still My Heart with Evensong.
That's, uh, I think the name of the band is Even Song Rising. Well, here's uh, what's going on for the subject today. I said 12 baskets full. As I was reading through the New Testament book of Mark a couple of weeks ago, I was struck by one of the scenes that we read. As you probably know, I'm reading through the Bible in a year. We're doing that for the LifeSpring Family Bible. And as I was reading... Through Mark, I was struck by one of the scenes. Now, it's pretty rare that I talk about uh, something that I've read in the Bible as the main topic for the LifeSpring show, but this one really struck me. See what you think. It's uh, from the 8th chapter of Mark, New Testament. So to put it in context, let me say a couple of things first. Now, you probably know that the Bible tells us that Jesus used just a few loaves and fishes to feed thousands of people. And there are two events that we're told about where that happened in the Bible. And to set the scene, like I said, um, this episode that I'm going to be talking about, both of those times that he did that have already happened. As a matter of fact, the latter of the two took place just a few lines before this scene at the beginning of the eighth chapter of Mark that we're looking at today. So, here's the deal. After he fed over 4,000 people with seven loaves and a few small fish, some religious scholars came and quizzed Jesus, as they often did, trying to trick him up. Well, after dealing with those guys, Jesus and the disciples got into their boat to go to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. And so this is where we pick up the story. Reading now from Mark chapter 8. The disciples had forgotten to bring bread, except for one loaf that they had with them in the boat. Be careful, Jesus warned them. Watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and that of Herod. They discussed this with one another and said, It is because we have no bread. Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked them, Why are you talking about having no bread? (laughs) Do you still not see or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes but fail to see and ears but fail to hear? And don't you remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets full of pieces did you pick up? Twelve they replied. And when I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, how many large baskets full of pieces did you pick up? They answered, Seven. He said to them, Do you still not understand? So do you see what he's saying here? In the first part of the conversation, when he says, watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and that of Herod, what he is talking about is their nonsense, their messed up teachings, their erroneous teachings. But the disciples, as clueless as ever, (laughs) 
Of course, you know, we we talk about the disciples as being clueless, but remember, you know, they didn't have (laughs) the New Testament to look at. They were living it. And Jesus, of course, was so far beyond them that it took them a while to get up to speed. But in this case, as clueless as ever, they missed the point that Jesus was talking about, the fact of their, the Pharisees' erroneous teaching. They missed that point. And they thought that Jesus was worried that they only had one loaf of bread. Now remember, there are at least 13 of them in the group, Jesus and the 12 disciples. So 13 men, one loaf of bread. The disciples, I'm sure, said, uh, this isn't so good. Why didn't we pick up some of those uh, seven baskets full, the leftovers, and bring them with us? Well, instead of pointing out the fact that they were missing the point, looks to me like Jesus was even more surprised and maybe even just a little bit hurt that they were concerned about the amount of food that they had or didn't have. He says, why are you talking about having no bread? Do you see and not understand? Are your hearts hardened? Now listen, that hardened heart thing, that is a, that's kind of a heavy accusation to lay. Because when he talked about hard hearts before, he was talking about some bad dudes, or, or, or again, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the religious establishment that just were not getting who Jesus was. Are your hearts hardened? So they were a little bit concerned about that. Well, then he quizzed them to see if they remembered the facts. He said, when I broke the five loaves for the 5,000, how many baskets full of pieces did you pick up? Twelve. <laughs> and when I broke the seven loaves for the 4,000, how many large baskets full of pieces did you pick up? Seven. <laughs> And then he says, and you still don't understand. How about you? You understand? Listen, take a few minutes and think of the times that God has met your needs. When it looked like you were at the end of your rope. Can you think of a time? Now for me, there have been many times. Having been in business for myself for nearly 20 years, in a competitive and sometimes very cutthroat industry. There have been a multitude of times that that things look pretty scary. We would lose a big account or sales were way down because the industry that we were in was in the dumper. Myriad of other things. Leanne and I would look at each other and say, man, how are we going to pay the bills? You know, when you're in business for yourself, it tends to be feast or famine. And in those famine times, God has always provided our necessities. Sometimes things have been tough, but we've never gone hungry, and we have always had a roof over our heads. And then there was the time, shortly after the lovely lady Leanne and I were married, we found out that she had a tumor on one of her ovaries and it was the size of a grapefruit and it was confirmed by two different doctors with multiple tests 
Long story short, we prayed. We had a lot of our friends pray. This was early in our marriage, and we didn't have any insurance. Nothing. Well, when she went in for surgery, the doctor went in, used laparoscopic surgery, and he found nothing. (laughs) God had healed her. So yeah, he provided. We needed that miracle, and he gave it to us. Well, Jesus reminded the disciples in the boat that day that not only did he feed the people, but there was more provided than what was needed. And there was even more of a surplus after everybody had been fed than there was when they started. They had more when they were done than when they began. So not only is God able to meet the need, but he will more than meet our needs. He did it then, and he still does it today. Not only has God met my needs, my family's needs, our needs, a roof and food, but we own a very nice home in a very nice neighborhood. Leanne and I have a beautiful family with wonderful kids. We have a very happy marriage. We have fulfilling ministries at our church. And for the past two and a half years, I've had the privilege of doing this podcast. (laughs) And there's a bunch of them in the family now. I mean, how much better could it get? Listen, there was a time in my life where I failed God miserably. I'd been a believer for quite a long time. And I decided that I, I could do things on my own. And as always happens in that case, in a case like that, I messed up my life terribly. I didn't think I could ever be used again. And when I finally came to my senses, I asked God to forgive me, which he did. He's good at that. That's what he does. But, you know, King David, he messed up big time. I don't know if you know the story, but King David ended up uh, committing adultery with another man's wife, okay? He had that other man killed, so he was guilty of adultery and murder. God forgave David, but David still had to suffer consequences. And so when I came to God and asked him to forgive me, I knew that he would because that's his promise. The Bible says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us. I had no doubt that he would forgive me. Now that didn't make it okay to do the sin. Um, Let's not get off into that tangent because there are still consequences to pay. But who would have ever guessed When I asked him for the forgiveness, who would have ever guessed that he would, years later, give me the opportunity to talk to you today? I never expected that. But for two and a half years, I've been doing this podcast. And what blows me away even more, beyond that, 
is God tapped me on the shoulder to do the very first Christian podcast that wasn't based on repurposed church sermons. I was the first guy out there doing that. And, and, and I'm not saying that to pat me on the back. I'm saying that that is how loving and gracious God is. That he would take this old beat up and dirty vessel and say, Hey, Steve, I've got this thing that I want you to do in this, this brand new podcasting medium. That blows me away when I think about it every time. And so, yeah, he, he provides for our needs and he goes way beyond that. So yeah, it gets better than just being forgiven. I'm on good terms with God. He's my daddy. Bible says we call him Abba, which means daddy. He's my provider, my strength and my shield. He's my savior, my redeemer and my rock. He's my best friend. And he's my awesome God. So that's what I can say about how God has provided for me. What can you say about God's method of providing for you? I'll bet that when you take inventory, just like Jesus asked his followers on the boat that day, he said, remember when I did this? I'll bet when you take your own inventory, you'll see that he's provided for you as well. Sometimes we have a tendency to be, to be forgetful. But if you'll spend time and think about it, I'm sure that's true. But if you're going through a rough time right now, because we go through them, I mean, even when we're doing everything we should, sometimes we still go through rough times. And I know some of you are going through some rough times right now. I want you to know that his supply is more than enough to meet the need. And more than that, he's got enough to abundantly oversupply. Even when it looks as if your provisions that you have are lacking, do you only have one loaf when the demand is far more? Listen, Jesus can supply. Not only can he, he wants to. Ask him. Trust him. Believe him. When my Jesus said no, this one is mine. 
queen Runner up for three years in a row And her dinner plate is quite clean With frequent visits to the bathroom alone that was Air 5 with I Will Carry You. Hey, I got to talk to you about AMD Live. I'll tell you what, they have got some very cool software, some very free software that I want you to check out. There is a link on the show notes page at lifespringpodcast.com. Go click on the Lifespring original show. You'll see that there's a link right there on the right-hand side. I need you to click on that and check them out. They've got some good stuff for you. It's free. And uh, while you're there, too, if you're looking for a new system, they've got some fantastic media center systems. So check them out. They are the sponsor of the show right now. And, um, you know, LifeSpring was the very first podcast that AMD ever sponsored. So that is a very cool thing. And uh, I've got a good friend over there. And I want you to, uh, man, support them because they're supporting us. So thank you for doing that. A nurse took the tired, anxious serviceman to the bedside. Your son is here, she said to the old man. She had to repeat the words several times before the patient's eyes opened. Heavily sedated because of the pain of his heart attack, 
He dimly saw the young, uniformed Marine standing outside the oxygen tent. He reached out his hand. The Marine wrapped his toughened fingers around the old man's limp ones, squeezing a message of love and encouragement. The nurse brought a chair so that the Marine could sit beside the bed. All through the night, the young Marine sat there in the poorly lighted ward, holding the old man's hand and offering him words of love and strength. Occasionally, the nurse suggested that the Marine move away and rest a while. He refused. Whenever the nurse came into the ward, the Marine was oblivious of her and of the night noises of the hospital, the clanking of the oxygen tanks and the laughter of the night staff members exchanging greetings, the cries and the moans of the other patients. Now and then she heard him say a few gentle words. The dying man said nothing, only held tightly to his son all through the night. Long towards dawn, the old man died. The Marine released the now lifeless hand that he'd been holding, and he went to tell the nurse. While she did what she had to do, he waited. Finally, she returned. She started to offer words of sympathy, but the Marine interrupted her. Who was that man? He asked. The nurse was startled. Well, he was your father she answered. No, he wasn't, the Marine replied. I never saw him before in my life. Well, then why didn't you say something when I took you to him? Well, I knew right away that there had been a mistake, but I also knew that he needed his son, and his son just wasn't here. When I realized that he was too sick to tell whether I was his son or not, knowing how much he needed me, I stayed. The next time someone needs you, just be there. Stay. You see, we are not human beings going through a temporary spiritual experience. You hear people say that all the time. Oh, it was a a spiritual experience. No. We are spiritual beings going through a temporary human experience. When you have the chance be there for somebody. Well, this last week, we had some interesting things happen. Um, If you have ever written to me, you may well have gotten an invitation from, uh, well, let's just say a a chat service, an internet chat service. Not even going to give the name. Uh, Another podcaster had sent me one of these invitations, and I went to investigate to see what what it was all about. And when I was on the website, they said, uh, hey, Um, click this and we'll tell you if any of your contacts are already on the service. And uh, I told, you know, I I pointed it to my Gmail, which is where I have you guys write to me, steve.lifespring and gmail.com, of course. And well, when I did that, 
somewhere in the process, uh, I never intended for this to happen, but somewhere in the process, everybody that I have ever received or, or added to my contacts list got one of these invitations. What it is, is a chat service that uses avatars. In the advertisement that people received in their email for this service, the avatar that was supposed to be me, which it wasn't, I didn't have anything to do with it, was, shall we say, just questionable, okay? And uh, some of you were nice enough to write me and say, uh, (laughs) hey, Steve, have you lost your marbles or what in the world are you doing? Some of you may have received them and not been happy with me and didn't write. You just, you know, were not happy. Maybe you got mad at me or something. Anyway, I want you to know that I had no intention of doing that. I do not endorse this service. I'll tell you who it is. It's um, an outfit called IMVU. Uh, IMVU. The reason I'm telling you the name is because I, I don't appreciate the way that they have their sign-up process. They don't make it at all clear that what you're doing is sending an invitation to everybody on your contacts list by giving the okay to, to look and see who's on, you know, who of your contacts is on the service. Now, somewhere there's probably some very fine print that says this is what's happening, but I was not the only one that was, um, shall we say, duped this last weekend or last week. Uh, I have other podcasting friends that the same thing happened to. As a matter of fact, the podcaster who sent me the invitation, that's how I got it from him, was he did this, not on purpose. And there's some other podcasters as well that this happened to. So I am not endorsing IMView, and I am not signed up with them. I canceled my membership. You know, you can do what you want. The actual chat function is, is not bad. I mean, it's just kind of a sort of like a Second Life light. So, you know, it's not bad, but I just did not appreciate their methods. And so I I canceled my membership with them. But I wanted you to know that. I did not purposely send it out to you. There's like two people that I was going to send it to to have them look at it, but not, you know, as an endorsement or anything else. So please, if you got one of these and did not receive the email that I sent out to everybody over the weekend saying, I'm sorry, please know that I'm sorry and I didn't get you involved in it for any reason other than just... uh, uh, a poorly designed website, and uh, I, maybe I didn't read it closely enough, but I wasn't the only one. Okay, so let's get on to something a little more pleasant to talk about. How about uh, website of the day? You know, Mother's Day is coming up in the not-too-distant future, and it was suggested to me by the lovely Lady Leanne that I should uh, maybe look at getting some digital photo frames, the kind that you can hook up to the internet so that you can upload photos by way of the internet. And the reason for that is uh, my mom loves to see pictures of the kids and things like that. We've been talking about doing this for some time, and she said, why don't you go and do that investigating today? So I did that, and uh, there I found this great little thing. So I'm going to say that uh, the website of the day is um, Cieva. Uh, it's C-E-I-V-A. And I think it's Cieva.com. I'll have the link on the show notes page at LifespringPodcast.com, of course. But uh, if you're looking for something for Mom for Mother's Day, this is really a kind of a very cool gift. And they've even got a, a neat package. And this is not paid, okay? Nobody's paying me to say this. Um, but they've got a great package that you can get two frames in the package for a, a discount price. They're not cheap, but they're not terribly expensive either. So uh, anyway, check it out. Go to the LifeSpring show notes page and you'll find the link there. Now for podcast of the week. 
I don't know if you listen to Leo Laporte and his his shows on the Twit Network, but he's got a helper that does his show notes, at least for the radio show he does, the tech guy. Shuby is the guy's name. He's a kid, like 15 years old, and he put out a video podcast today that shows Leo Laporte's studio in his home in Petaluma, California. So if you're interested to see what Leo Laporte's studio looks like, I'm going to say that that is the podcast of the day. It's a video podcast, and it's kind of fun to see um, Leo's setup because it's not, well, it's it's <laughs> more elaborate than mine, but it's not a whole lot different than mine is, so that's kind of fun. As, as we were looking at it today, Timothy said, hey, his desk even looks like yours. <laughs> Uh, the wood desk, uh, although Leo's desk is a mess, and uh, as I look at mine right now, so is mine. So maybe we have more in common than I thought. He's got the same mic as I have and some things like that. But uh, anyway, that's kind of fun if, you want, if you're a bit of a geek or if you're interested in podcasting to see what Leo's uh, setup looks like. And so I want to thank you for being with me today. That is the show for the day. Hey, let us remember to continue to pray for the families and the students at uh, Virginia Tech. Um, They still need our prayers. Uh, There's still some families that are hurting. A lot of students that are, you know, having a hard time getting adjusted to the reality of the shootings. And so pray for them, would you? Let's not forget them. We have a tendency to have a short memory in this country. And so, um, just a reminder there. You know, Jesus said that he came to give us life, to give it to us abundantly. His main, his, his main question is, who do you say that I am? Well, hopefully today I've helped to answer that question, who Jesus is. Jesus is my Savior. He wants to be your Savior. He's the answer. He's the way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So if you don't know him, I would encourage you to get to know him. If you have any questions, write to me at steve.lifespring and gmail.com. Hey, thanks for being here today. Appreciate it. Thanks for being a part of the family. I'm Steve Webb. God bless you. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, Podshow, and Limelight.